Hello and welcome to Finding Fitness, the podcast about personal fitness goals and personal fitness journeys. I'm your host, Logan Isaac. And before we get started, a reminder, this is a self-health and wellness podcast. I am not an expert. I do not claim to be. All of the things that I share are things that have worked for me and may not work directly uh, for you. So keep that in mind while you're listening. And I would keep that in mind while listening to any fitness podcast in general. Um, a lot of times uh, you have people that are trying to sell you a bill of goods without even knowing that they're selling something. Uh, so keep that in mind whenever you're listening to fitness stuff. Find what works for you. Uh, it's week two of Self-Reflection Saturday. Um, I'm actually recording this early, early, early Sunday morning. It is 12.45 right now in the morning on Sunday. I uh, meant to get to this earlier, but had some stuff come up. No, I didn't have some stuff come up. I uh, I spent most of the day cleaning my apartment. I uh, went to the gym around 3 o'clock. And as soon as I got back from the gym, I walked my dog. Um, and then I went over to a friend's house to grill some meat. And I've been over. I was over there pretty much uh, the rest of the evening. So I have I haven't really had a chance to sit down and record anything. But I just wanted to go over some of my my uh, progress and my goals this week. See if I achieved what I wanted to achieve, and then talk about a couple fitness related things, and then I'll let you go. Um, so, if you remember last week, my general goals for the week are um, get in the gym five days a week. Um, make sure you get that 10 mile run in and, uh, have a reasonable cheat day. So, uh, just a quick rundown of what I was able to accomplish. I was able to get into the gym five days this week, pretty traditional. As far as my gym days go, I was able to do all of my gym days in the morning before work, which is great. Um, so that just means that I was able to <laughs> make myself get out of bed at 4.30 in the morning, and uh, get that morning routine done, uh, which is, which is I think, is really important to make sure that your fitness regimen is tied to some sort of routine. Um, you're much more likely to get something done if, hold on, one of my, uh, one of my pets is making some noise. Now both of my pets are making some noise. Uh, you're much more likely to get your, um, your workout in, your run in, uh, what have you, if it's tied to a schedule or something that you're you're pretty much committed to every day. We talked a little bit about that last week. So my my workout routine is part of my daily routine. Um, it's not really a question of uh, what time am I going to get up for work tomorrow? What time am I going to go into the office? Uh, I always know that I'm going to get up at 4.30 and I'm going to make sure that I get that stuff done. You know, and sometimes I fail to do that, but for the most part, um, I approach uh, I approach my evenings in a way that will set me up for success that next morning, uh, whenever I'm uh, headed to the gym. Uh, so I was able to do that. Uh, I I followed the exact same uh, daily daily structure that I did as last week, meaning I did shoulders on Sunday. Arms on Monday, chest on Tuesday, back on Wednesday. I did my cardio on Thursday, took an off day on Friday-ish. I'll get to that later. 
and uh, and then I did legs today. So if I'm able to, and I have uh, and I have the resilience, I'll be able to do the same thing next week, which would be great if I can keep myself on this consistent um, schedule and maybe shake up the workouts themselves, but you know keep the things that I'm working consistent. Um, that would be, I think that would be really great for me as far as my, um, my goals to be consistently there, uh, go. Um, I'm happy to report that I was able to get my 10 mile time also under an hour and 30 minutes. I just kind of pushed a little bit harder than I was planning on. Uh, I also, I also did this run in the evening. So I got off work around six o'clock. I laced up and I hit the streets around six thirty. So I probably had a little bit more energy, um, and I let my—this <laughs> is gonna sound weird—but I let myself eat some carbs that day too to kind of fuel fuel that. Um, more on that later today, I think. Um, try, I'm gonna try out some new diet stuff, uh, but I'm—you know—we'll see how that goes um, later. Uh, and then Friday morning, Friday morning, I actually got myself out of bed at 4.30. Um, and mind you, this was this was less than 12 hours after I just did that 10-mile run. And um, I got myself out of bed, and I laced up, and I actually ran two miles Friday morning. And I was planning on going to the gym to uh, to do legs that morning. So I could have today Saturday off, but, but I, um, I was on that two mile run and my, my legs didn't feel a hundred percent and no, you know, knowing moves mostly my knees and knowing that, uh, I was going to have a leg day and it was probably going to be a hard leg day. I just wanted to keep myself kind of safe. So I took that day off and I hit legs today. And I had a good leg day today, so I'm not I'm not too worried about missing yesterday. Uh, on a reasonable cheat day, you know, I still I still was able to pick out reasonably, but I uh, instead of ordering a pizza from you know some chain, I went to uh, I went to a Kroger and I got myself one of those cauliflower pizzas, and I ate one of those instead. Uh, significant significantly less uh, as far as calories go and you know it's not that bad um it's good to it's good to be able to substitute things like that um you know i i don't know how i feel about this uh, this trend of trying to replicate uh junk food or garbage food you know i maybe you've heard of the impossible or the beyond burger or you know, like tempura chicken, which which I think I could be wrong, but I think all of those are just imposter meats um, that are just trying to mimic the taste of meat, which I don't think vegetarian and vegan options should be trying to do. Um, I think one of the problems with vegetarian and vegan options is that they're just never going to taste like meat, and if you're going into that experience expecting it to taste like meat. You're gonna be disappointed. So instead of trying to replicate something that we know as of right now we're not gonna be able to replicate, try to create a new experience. 
Um, and and maybe you'll have people less disappointed. I don't know. I'm not a chef. Uh, so, you know, this week was pretty good. Uh, Friday was a good time. I got to see one of my best friends. Um, shout out to Amy. Maybe she'll listen to this. Uh, and today I got to see a few of my friends too. So I had a pretty good week. Um, work was pretty busy, but that's to be expected. Work is work. Uh, otherwise, you know, I, I don't have a lot of complaints. Let's see if I can hit it this next week as hard. Um, I have some new diet stuff I'm going to try. I might try a very... If you're hearing some crunching in the background, that's my dog, uh, Cleo. She has decided that right now is the perfect time to have a fourth meal. Let's just pause a minute and listen to Cleo. wonderful um so uh so yeah i might try some intermittent fasting next week i'm thinking so i do cardio every morning fasted cardio is fine i can i can hit that uh pretty easy and i generally do that already uh the only problem i foresee um and it's dependent on how strict you want to uh how strict you want to be about your intermittent fasting but i like to get my protein in and my protein shakes um, less than 15 minutes after I'm done at the gym, and I'll be done at the gym around 8 o'clock. So, um, you know, it's not a strict it's not a strict fast if I'm crushing 300 calories as soon as I get done at the gym because uh, I do two scoops of protein and a spoonful of peanut butter, which takes me to about 300 calories uh, because of the protein powder I use. Uh, so... It's probably going to be a week intermittent fast, and that's W-E-A-K, not E-E-K. Um, I'll probably eat my first meal around noon, uh, and my last one before 8. So I'll give myself an 8-hour window, I think. Uh, and we'll just see how that goes. Uh, I'm also going to try to eliminate the rest of the grains that I put in my diet. I do eat some grains still. Um, as of right now, I'm not really doing dairy or yeah, any dairy at all. So I'll just cut I'll I think the last step is me cutting out grains uh, and getting all my carbs from vegetables and hearty leafy greens, uh, which I think would be good for me. I have nothing against carbs. Um, I just think you need to stay away from the refined ones. That's just me. Uh, uh, I'm not I'm not necessarily a believer in uh, any particular diet. I think that you really just need to find what works for you and what what you can eat that's on the healthy side and um and it's going to you know fuel you and keep you going throughout the day uh but i think there's a diet that exists for everyone out there without the amount of carbs that we as uh, americans or just like a 21st century society are uh conditioned to eat uh so you know i'm going to give that a shot this week i tell you what i really need to be better about. I really need to be better about eating fish. Um, right now, I'm focusing on uh, the lean meats like chicken, um, p- 
pork and turkey. And by pork, I mean like uh, chops, you know, not not bacon. Uh, And I'll do I'll do like red meat a couple times a month. It's more or less a treat. Uh, And when I do eat red meat, I try to make sure that it's grass fed um, just because it seems more ethical. They seem they seem to be uh, raised in a more ethical way, better for the environment. And uh, there's something about the way that corn uh, fed protein affects your body. I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to go into it that I've read uh, that I've just maybe want to be wary of. I don't know if I want to get that into my diet. Because a lot of the time, like I said last week, I just need to make sure that I'm getting enough calories into my body. Because uh, I am I am stressing, I'm putting a lot of stress on myself uh, as far as physical exertion goes. So for me, it's really just making sure I get enough fuel in there. Um, so I, I had two topics that I've been kind of ruminating on for the whole week. And I really want to focus on today for the back half of the pod, uh, the first of which is, we'll call it spot toning. And this is a phenomenon that I see a lot on social medias. Um, you know, you'll get, uh, you, you'll see those ads or those posts on Facebook that people share, or even on Snapchat now, because they do those workouts uh, of you know, oh, six exercises you need to do to burn belly fat. Or I'll hear even people just talk about wanting to tone up their, uh, tone up their tummy or, you know, tone up, tone up whatever their face, what it could be anything. And here is my advice for anybody who is really aiming to tone up a certain part of their body. Uh, you can't. You can't just uh, look at your stomach and say, all right, uh, I'm going to burn the fat off of this area. Your body doesn't work like that. Uh, You can't spot burn fat. You're just going to burn fat. Um, If you're looking at your stomach and you want to lose a few inches, um, there is no magical exercise that's going to do that for you. The only way for you to uh, lose some inches on your stomach is to burn that fat, the excess fat off. Um, And that's going to be by eating on a deficit and primarily trying to build muscle. And this is the thing that I think a lot of people miss. And this is the second thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, When you are looking to get leaner and look leaner and lose some inches off your cha- uh, off your waist. Um, the trap a lot of people fall into is hitting the cardio too hard, and I can say that because I am somebody who was guilty of that um, for a very very long time. Uh, I, as a matter of fact, you know, it, it's not easy for me to admit, but th- this was. <laughs> Like, I would punish myself with cardio sessions if I felt like I overindulged because I was so obsessed with being lean and uh, keeping keeping my body looking a certain way that, oh, if I overindulged one day, I, you know what, I, sure, I ran six miles this morning, but 
Better go to another six or maybe eight, depending on how bad I was. Uh, and that's not and that's not healthy. It's not a healthy mindset. Anytime you're using exercise as a punishment for yourself instead of release, that's a bad sign that you have an unhealthy relationship with some part of your life that you just haven't identified yet. Um, and I don't want to dive too deep into that because, you know, I'm not an expert on fitness. Definitely not an expert on mental health. Um, but, you know, a lot of people just hit cardio whenever they want to cut those, cut those inches, cut that fat. And, you know, cardio is a great tool to integrate into a workout regimen. But it's not, it can't be the only tool in your arsenal. The only way for you to burn fat and create a lean look for yourself is to build muscle. And that's how you can quote unquote target an area. All of these, all of these uh, different ads are working on bad faith with a good idea. Um, they're, they're, they're saying to, to spot target and burn fat by doing these certain moves. I mean, really what you should be trying to do is spot targeting by building muscle in certain areas. You still won't be, you won't be only targeting that area because your, your body and brain is just not that in tune with one another, but, uh, but you will see results quicker that way. Um, and plus, you know, really the only way for you to get rid of, um, to turn that fat into something productive is to build muscle. Um, and I know a lot of, uh, a lot, some people have a harder time with that idea because they're afraid of looking, you know, this is something that a lot of, uh, a lot of girls my age would say whenever we were in college is that they're afraid of looking bulky, <laughs> I will have you know that there are women out there who spend hours in the gym to look like I do, like as bulky as I am. And if you know me in real life, you'll know that I'm not even a little bit bulky. So it's going to take you a long time before you are, before you're cut and you have, you know, broad shoulders and chiseled forearms <laughs> ropey forearms and chiseled and chiseled upper arms it's just it's just not going to happen but it is it is the best way to create a lean um and defined frame for yourself when i was doing a, lo- a load of cardio clothes would just hang off me because i wasn't creating a frame for myself um by weight training it's a lot easier for me to wear clothes now um because my body has some shape to it uh, and that's, you know, that's just an, a real life applic- application of, of, of training. It's just beyond the health uh, benefits of it, which I think there are a lot. Uh, I also, hmm, I also kind of want to talk about, and maybe this will be a teaser for a longer episode. In fact, it probably will be, but I want to talk a little bit about mental health and the gym. Um, 
So it's it's one of the cruelest realities that when your mental health is poor, your instinct is to shut down and not do anything and seclude yourself and isolate yourself and not see anyone and not do anything. When the only thing that, unless you have a, a serious imbalance in your brain and in the way your brain produces certain chemicals, um, I want to get that out of the way. The only way for you to pull yourself out is to do things, is to exert yourself, is to see people, is to, is to socialize with people. Um, and fitness and working out is a great way to do that. Obviously, we all know that working out produces endorphins, uh, which is the happy molecule, the happy chemical. Uh, it gives us a a hit of dopamine. Uh, but it also it also creates something else, and I don't know if this is linked. This is armchair psychology. This is just this is just me. It's just me. Logan Isaac talking to you, talking to you straight, turning the chair around, sitting on it backwards, you know, real casual. Like it creates a feeling of accomplishment. That's one of the reasons that I think it's so important for me to make sure that I work out in the mornings before work. That way, whenever I'm tackling the day. It feels like I already accomplished something. Like I already, I already did it. I already did today. So I'm gonna take the rest of it by the horns and really make sure I get it done. It's like whenever you're creating a to-do list and you put a couple things on there that you, you know they're they're slam dunks. You're just gonna do it anyway. Like of course I'm gonna brush my teeth this morning. Why would I not? And so even though they're simple and you check them off. Uh, that you really feel a sense of accomplishment. You're like, man, I already got three things on my to-do list done today. Hell yeah, look at me. And with working out, it's just a bigger version of that. Except actually with working out, you did a huge thing. You lifted a bunch of weight. You picked it up, you put it down, and you did something good for yourself. So while you're creating all this positive mental, actual brain chemistry... You're creating this, and you can call it like spirit, like spiritual outlook, but a positive spiritual outlook on your day, which I think is so important. Um, I have uh, maybe I shouldn't, but I have some friends that are going through a hard time with their mental health right now. And I know that they're they're extremely sedentary, and I don't want to be that guy who says, you know what, you just gotta you just gotta get to the gym, you just gotta, but you do have to give yourself a chance. You you have to. It's just one way of telling yourself, hey man, I'm gonna focus on you today. This for this next two hours, it's all about you. Sure, I'll be listening to I'll be listening to some music. I might be thinking about stuff, but this next two hours is all about personal improvement. I'm choosing to take this two hours and focus it entirely on you. And when I'm saying you, I mean you know, me, him, her, they, them, 
whatever. It's uh, it's it's just one of those things that reminds you that you matter and that your health is important to you. And being able to tell yourself that is so 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 important. It's also it's also being willing to spend time on yourself. I talked a little bit about time last week and um and I I I just kind of want to reiterate that time is one of the most valuable non-renewable assets that we as people possess. And who and what you are willing to spend time on says magnitudes about what you care about and how much you care about yourself. If you're choosing every day to spend an hour or two on you, however you choose to frame that, that says magnitudes. It says volumes about your self-image and about how much you value you. It says a lot about who you value, the friendships you value. You know, take 30 seconds, text somebody. It may not seem like a lot, but it's a lot easier not to do something like that. Wow. What just happened? Feels like I just went on a <laughs> like a 10-hour rant. Um, so, uh, like I said, back in review, got all my shit done this, excuse me, I got all my stuff done this week. Uh, so I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good moving forward. I'm getting a, a, a good amount of definition in my core. Um, pr- previously I, I was, I was really, uh, lean around my core. So that, that just kind of showed, um, but now I've been trying to hit some. I've been trying to do some supersets where I work core um, for the past few months, uh, and I'm really starting to see some results from that. So that's that's good. It's given again. It's giving me a good frame, um, and more more than definition. It's giving it's giving me a good balance on my upper body, which is which is looking good aesthetically. And I think it's probably helping my my running too. And, you know, you engage your core in just about every single exercise that you do and everything that you do in general, your core is involved in. So it's really important to make sure that you work your core. Um, Even before I was doing these supersets on my core, I did kind of make sure that I did like six minutes of core work every day. Again, which I think is important. It's important to get that core work in, but if you can do some weight training on your core, I think that's I think that's probably really good too. Uh, I have some core exercises that I could probably um, recommend to people. Really, just kind of depends on what you're looking for, where you're trying to target. I think people a lot of times neglect the obliques. Um, obliques are the you know the side of your core. Um, so, and there are and there. Are, are numerous exercises you can do to target those. Uh, grab a plate can be any can be any weight uh, you want it to be. You can also use a dumbbell. Uh, grab it in your right arm, 
and then lean down to the ground to the right and then come back up and then do that a few times you'll start to work that uh you'll start to work that oblique over there you know russian twists with a uh, with a plate also a good way to work your core you just got to make sure that you're picking up and moving the uh the plate from side to side and not just twisting your upper body um you'll feel it when you're doing it right uh, again, with all with all core exercises, you really want to be careful because you can hurt your lower back uh, with some of the ones with weights. So you really want to be careful and make sure that you're not biting off more than you can chew with the amount of weight that you're using. Uh, if your obliques are strong enough, you can also get to a pull-up bar. Pull yourself up to where the, um, the angle of your arms on your uh, forearm and your elbow is about 90 degrees. Uh, pull your knees up to your chest and then move your knees to the left and to the right. Get a little bit of a core workout there, uh, oblique workout there, excuse me. Uh, and then, you know, um, and th- one of the other hardest places to, to tackle when you're working your core is your lower abs. And a lot of that is just making sure you can get some good, some leg lift work in. Um, and there, there are innumerable exercises you can find online uh, to work on your lower abs. And that's where you're really going to get that V that a lot of people want uh, is by working those lower abs. Um, so coming up next week, I am looking at trying to emulate what I've done the past two weeks. Um, maintaining the same level. So now I've set a new standard for myself. On what was my off day, I I made sure that I still did something. I ran two miles. Really wasn't that hard. Didn't take me a lot of time. No reason I can't do that this next week. So I've set a new standard for myself. And it's up to me to make sure that I maintain that standard. Um... So I'll see if I can do that next week. Uh, I'll probably get at least one game of Ultimate in. I did this past week. I went. I played on Tuesday. So really, I maintain the exact level. I shuffled some things around, but I maintain the exact level of activity that I did the week prior and added something on. So, um, so it's going to be important that I maintain this next week and build on that. Um, interesting tease for what's coming in the future. One of the, one of the guys that works at the gym I go to in Paducah, um, oh, excuse me, cut that out, cut that out, uh, to the gym I go to, uh, he's a, he's a lifting coach, um, or in a personal trainer. And I asked him if he would start training me to power lift. Uh, and I thought it would be really interesting if I go on this journey while I'm doing the podcast, just so people can see maybe my transformation from somebody who's always been kind of lean into somebody that's, you know, putting on a little bit more mass. Um, his name's Nick. He's a cool guy. I'm going to see if I can get him on the podcast. So we're going to go over my goals, my personal goals for myself as far as powerlifting goes. Um, and then he's going to try to lay down a program for me. And I think we're going to do that. Uh, live to tape, so we're going to sit down together, have the mic out, and talk through it. Uh, 
which I think would be a lot of fun. Um, I have a, a buddy of mine uh, from back home. Talked about him on the first episode. Shout out to Jacob, uh, who I think I'm going to have on. He's a uh, rock climber, and he's going to talk to me a bit about rock climbing and how that's influenced his fitness and how he uses that for fitness. Uh, so lots of good stuff coming up. Hopefully get some guests in in the next coming weeks. I know um, my goal is to do a self-reflection Saturday every Saturday and then release uh, an episode with a guest every Wednesday. So I'll, I'll see if I can, uh, I'll see if I can achieve that here soon. But again, I found out that it's hard to get people to commit to doing a show where most of it is about, Hey, um, you want to talk about how in shape you used to be Uh hard sell. So, uh, we'll see if I can make that happen. Uh, but until then, um, that's all I got for you today, guys. Uh, just a reminder, Uh, I am not an expert. I am not a doctor. All the opinions that I am sharing are just based on my personal experience. Please don't take them as gospel. Um, And, you know, just a reminder for the week, train insane, eat clean, and live in between. Have a good one.